Hello, hello, and welcome to A Life Extraordinary. I'm your show host, Roberto, coming to you from Whistler, British Columbia. Um, today, I've got a show uh, for you and speaking with a friend of mine who is also a camp owner, but not just any camp owner. Uh, this fellow had a dream um, and started uh, to to create camps, particularly first in Montreal, and uh, and using a spectacular property, um, which is part of a John Abbott College in Montreal. He began with a small group of kids in the hopes of making a big business one day. And indeed, over time, it went from being 10 or 15 kids to 20 to 30 to 40 to 50 and into the hundreds. But not only that, he's also began a camp uh, in different parts of the world. Um, there was one in San Diego for a stint, uh, and now there's going to be one in Canmore. He's partnered with myself four years ago to begin the Expeditioner's Adventure Camp here on the West Coast in Whistler, British Columbia. And while the first years we were able to do an overnight camp, the pandemic thwarted us and didn't allow us to uh, to continue for those two years. So we went another two years into a day camp. But uh, but without much further ado, uh, let me introduce you to the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only camp extraordinaire leader, uh, entrepreneur, uh, good friend and business partner, Mariano Liu. Mariano, welcome to the show. How are you today? Hey, thank you. Thank you very much. What an introduction. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me. It's, um, it's, it's great. Uh, it's great being here, and uh, I hope uh, I hope we can have a nice chat this uh, this few you know uh, thirty minutes. Just tell you a little bit about about the camp, what we're doing, and especially the the camp we have in Whistler together. That's uh, Ab- that, absolutely, that's absolutely. Now, I I want to take people back on your journey of uh, being a camp owner, and and it started with actually when you start a camp. You're not just the owner. You're the counselor. You're the guy that picks up the kids. You're the guy that takes the bus. Um, you're the guy that organizes it all. So all these different uh, – th- how did it all start? So tell me, take me a little bit back to the beginning of when and why uh, the name of the original campus, Camp Ecolar, and how, how you began. Yeah, totally. So, um, yeah, so everything started about 11 years ago in Montreal. Um, you know, I was in university and kind of a little lost of what I wanted to do, like most of the students in university. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I need to find a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, something that would attract me to do for the rest of my life, something that would, you know, have, have a meaningful impact on society and others and something that I really love doing. And, uh, you know, at 21, 22 years old, it, you're kind of lost in, in, in the world. Uh, most people are, not everybody, but, but I was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I saw, right, I mean, this, this camp life. I mean, you went to camp. I went to camp. Most Canadians and, uh, uh, you know, uh, Americans went to camp. And it's a place where, uh, where we were happy We most of the time, you know. We, we have happy memories. We learned a lot. We made amazing friends and... Uh, and it's just something that I that I saw myself doing for the rest of my life. It's something that I saw myself building for my children that I didn't have back then, but now I do. <laughs> yeah. 
and, uh, and it's part of the beauty. Like just seeing all those dreams come true. It's just beautiful. Like, wait, 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 parenthesis, parenthesis, expecting a third one. <laughs> where, where, where was I left out of the loop on here? I know I was in Africa, but important news is important news. <laughs> <laughs> well, surprise. <laughs> oh, geez. I, I guess you've been busy. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. You know, the Rockies are a very special place. and, uh, and <laughs> are, are, are you saying that the Rockies are so cold that you don't get out very much and so get busy inside? <laughs> right now or something like that. It's uh, uh, yeah, pretty cold. But, I mean, we had a beautiful week. I would say probably like two, three weeks, uh, you know, warm weather. But this, yeah, these couple of days have been pretty cold. But yeah, no, we're pregnant, um, happily pregnant, and uh, um, yeah. No, I, I think <laughs> I think you know I think it's important uh, for people to know, uh, particularly now when when we run the camp uh, that that we're parents because it's it's one thing to entrust your children to a camp counselor or even a, a company or a camp uh, that's run by someone that doesn't have kids, albeit you've done that for most of your 11 years running the camp. But I think it adds a very different flair when we tell parents that we are ourselves parents because there's a sense of responsibility in taking care of children that only parents I think can can understand. So okay, so I we I interjected with your with your being yeah. pregnant and everything. But uh, but so first first tell me. So you're in college and, and you decide to figure out a way that uh, to get into the business of camps. So what did you do then? Well, totally. Yeah. Well, it's it's a long story. I'll make it short. Uh, you know, it's a it's an industry. It's, it's something that I really love doing. I've been doing for pretty much my entire life. I've been a camp. Uh, I've been a camper, a camp counselor, a senior counselor, coordinator, director, something that I love doing, that I, I had the best memories of my life uh, those summers and uh, making amazing friends, doing amazing activities. Uh, you know, all these, uh, it's, it's a great place for children to, uh, to find themselves, to, uh, you know, get out of your comfort zone, to become uh, yourself, independent, away from home, from mom, from dad, from your, from your siblings. So I think it's beautiful, and I, I envisioned, uh, you know, my children uh, taking over and uh, being the camp counselors and and going to all these cool adventures. So yeah, it's just uh, it, it was just a natural way of me, uh, you know, kind of that light at the end of the tunnel that kept me moving, and yep. it was just just the answer for me to to keep going. So I had to quit. I quit school. I, I quit school. I quit life. I quit everything, and I started. <laughs> And, um, you know, using all the support I had, all the people I knew, all the resources I had. And uh, uh, so far, so good. 11 years later, here we are. Uh, we, we got four locations. Uh, you know, I'm partnering up with my friends, with uh, with my family. So, you know, I'm bringing uh, family and friends from all over the world to Canada to, to have an amazing time, the best summers of their lives, doing going to really cool places, doing amazing adventures. It's just, it's just unreal. And the way we change lives, uh, you know, all these children coming from all over the world with different backgrounds, different languages, different experiences, and they're all sharing uh, all everything with uh, among you know each other, and, and it's just beautiful. It's, so, uh, how many, it, it, how many kids did you have the very first year that you did the camp? 
So we started with about 27, 27 kids the first year. And yep. uh, we grew, you know, our top year, we had about 600 kids in Montreal for a summer. Uh, you know, averaging that's that's two. a lot of kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it was a lot of work, and uh, just like you were saying, it's not the same. You know, running a camp when you're when you're young and a teenager, and uh, uh, you know, have children, and then I had that transition of uh, getting married and having children, and now being a parent, and it changes everything. Just uh, understanding uh, life from a parent. I mean, everybody who is who's listening, and uh, if you have children. You understand what I'm talking about, and it's it's just the, the care, the the detail in uh, you know making sure every child is taken care of properly and uh, listened. You know, we listen to them, we take care of them, we uh, we make sure they're having a great time, we make sure they're they're growing, they're they're improving their skills, they're finding themselves. Uh, like it's just so cool. I mean, it's such a cool place, even for counselors. I I have parents that they just and and you know this. Uh, yeah. Oh, hello, hello. You seem to have cut off for a moment there. Let's see if we can get you back. I think maybe your phone might, might have cut out for a moment, Mariano. Hello. Let's get you back on here. Uh, we're having some technical difficulties at the moment, but I think he'll be able to... Oh, I heard... Okay, okay, I can I barely can hear, hear you. Hear you. Uh, one, two, three, test. Can you hear me now? Yeah, do you have, uh, did you put uh, earphones on? Yeah, no earphones. Okay. Okay. Because I hear you, I hear like an echo. Echo? Okay, let me, all right. What were you doing uh, originally that was fine? Fine. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Right, right now I'm hearing some uh, double feedback, but but let's see if uh, let's let's see if you could just keep going there, and and we'll see if we can edit. Can okay? Are you? I you you sound very far away. Do you have your phone close to you? Oh no, I'm the same distance. Okay, there we go. You sound much better now, <laughs> but you. Sweet. All right. So where were we? You were uh, you were telling me about how important it is for these kids uh, and, and how to, uh, the, the developmental stage of going to camp, uh, I think, sets a stage for life. And you, you often mentioned to me before we started uh, our own kids camp that a big part of the camp is uh, being able to to uh, help these kids in whichever way they bring to camp, because there are kids that come to camp that have no issues at home and, and are very happy and go lucky. But oftentimes there are also kids that come to camp that didn't originally want to come to camp or, or they're having parental issues at home or friends and bullying and things like that. And, and I think it's very important to, for people to understand that, that since you began on the ground level being a counselor, I think you learned how important it is to, to be a role model and to be uh, a mentor to many of these kids that did have troubles. And, and I've seen it myself when parents come at the end of the summer and say, thank you, because my, my kids come back in such a better state uh, of mind and, and spirit than before he went to camp. So, so did you just learn that by being a counselor or is that innate in you of being a, one of 10 siblings? <laughs> well, uh, that actually helps. I, I, I think that that, that helps. 
me being a camper my entire life and uh, uh, being in all different stages of this uh, industry, I think it does, uh, it, it, you know, it does help a little bit, but uh, definitely something that uh, uh, you get by nature when you're in the industry, right? Like when you go through all these stages, you see um, these campers, that, that it's just not kids, right? They're bringing uh, their, their family, their home, uh, either problems or greatnesses or, you know, issues, whatever is happening at home, they're bringing it to camp. So uh, we have to deal with that. We have to uh, uh, welcome that as well and, and, and somehow work it out. So a lot of, a lot of parents, n- not parents, but like um, uh, staff, you know, camp staff, they, they ignore it. You don't see it on a day-to-day basis. When, when you have overnight campers, like kids living there, they're sleeping there, they're there for two weeks, three weeks, you kind of see it, right? You kind of see their behavior, why they're acting a certain way. And uh, we go above and beyond to ask them, like, what's going on? You know, how is home? Uh, how is your, your parents, your siblings, your, your family? And, uh, um, you know, pretty often the, the kids open up after, after a few days of, uh, uh, you know, talking to them, becoming their friends. You have to be, you have to be strong and, uh, and, and show some leadership there, some, some good skills so the kids open up uh, and, and they tell you the stories, right? And, and I think, and we, I, I, I think it's important. Uh, that you sorry to interject, but you've mentioned this many times uh, to me and before we started uh, the camp that that it's important, particularly for kids uh, that are coming for the overnight camps, but also for the kids that come to the day camps. That that it's really great when they can come for a minimum of two weeks, and the reason being uh, that the first week is a week of adaptation for the child, so that they start to to see who the other kids are, to become friends with the counselors and the directors. And then the second week is really the week of flow, where where everybody's really intertwined and acting as a team and and getting to know each other um, more so. And I think that's important to, to emphasize to parents that that it is great to send your child for a week, but when you send them for two weeks, you really give them the opportunity to integrate themselves into the group. Um, and I've noticed this myself uh, that when in the four years that we've had a camp together is that that by the second week these kids are really uh really getting into it and really really adapting quite well and i think that you have uh at all your camps a rule that i think is is very important in in getting these kids to integrate themselves is that there's no screen time during the day yeah yeah exactly no you're right Uh, and yes i've i've said it before i see it along the years uh, you know, the uh, the kids sometimes, parents, uh, they just want to send their kids for a few days, uh, you know, uh, just to try it out, see how things go. And uh, it's harder on the parent to, to detach from the children than actually children uh, getting, you know, uh, used to the camp and <laughs> with the camp. So I see that, you know, it takes about three, four days for them to adapt, uh, to meet, you know, feel comfortable in the new environment. It's, for them, it's completely new and, and you know, it's new people new friends so it's it's great uh, to give them time and they do adapt i mean the first week as you said is it, it takes time for them to uh, to get used to it and 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 get a sense of what what's going on and the second week they just have a blast right they they love it of course the longer the better and i, I think uh, you i think it's interesting that you just said that it's that it's also the when it's just a few days that often it's the parents that's had having difficulty of letting go of their kid 
not just the kid having difficulty of letting go of the parent. And I think that's uh, that's neat to point out because a lot of parents, uh, as much as we, we sometimes and or always try to do our best, sometimes we get a bit too attached in regards to not letting our child uh, grow without our constant uh, supervision. And I think that's one of the neat things about uh, our camps is that that there's no phone time and and limited call time to the parents that we ask for, particularly on the overnight camps, because this allows uh, the kid to detach from family uh, in order to to really bloom as a kid at camp. So good point there. <laughs> um, so, uh, so tell me a little bit about each of the camps that that you've that that we well I've got I've got one section with you, but tell me about each uh, each camp that you've got uh, in Canada and the U.S. Oh, hello, hello. Can't hear anything. I think you're having microphone issues again. You sounded great a moment ago, but you've disappeared. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll uh, wait for him to jump back on. But meanwhile, um, I, I think it's really... Mariano's made some really key points uh, on how it's important to uh, to let your kids bloom on their own uh, when they go to camp, because if we try to be too much of a mother hen uh, over them or too protective, then we don't give them uh, the opportunity to grow and to bloom on their own. Um, Mariano's got a camp. Uh, the the principal one that he's that he's had is in Montreal. It's based out of uh, John Abbott College, and it brings kids uh, from all over the world. Um, particularly focusing on kids from uh, Asia, Montreal, Canada, Mexico. Uh, and he's got two segments in the camp, one that's overnight and, uh, and one that's a day camp as well. Similarly, we've got our camp uh, here called the Expeditioners Adventure Camp. And uh, we've got two segments to the camp uh, this year. Uh, the last four years, as I mentioned, the first two years, we had overnight camp only, and that was uh, a great success. But then due to the pandemic, we couldn't have an overnight camp again. And so that one uh, became a day camp. And now that uh, that all the restrictions are lifting and everything's going back to normal, we are going to have both a day camp and an overnight camp. So for uh, for if you want to get over to the website and start to get an idea about all these different camps that we offer, uh, the website is Camp Ecolar, C-A-M-P, E-C-O-L-A-R-T dot com, campicolar.com. And uh, let me see here. I just wanted to check something as well. And at our camp, uh, one of the really neat things is that we do the type of activities that create a lot of different uh, team building um, for for kids. And uh, one of the type of things that we do uh, here in Whistler is we do a lot of kayaking, canoeing, uh, mountain biking, uh, each week, we've got a special activity, which could be zip lining or whitewater rafting. Um, we've got uh, a, a groups that are integrated with uh, bilingual, trilingual counselors. And, and that's definitely one of the things that we pride ourselves in the camp is that um, while some parents from Mexico may be sending their camp, uh, their kids to learn English, the kid will never uh, feel out of sorts if he can't communicate with somebody that speaks Spanish or French for that matter. Um, so having multilingual counselors and directors, I think is key to our to our camp as well. And uh, so for our day camp, it's uh, running for the month of July and August. You could send your kid on a weekly basis. 
Um, but we do recommend to sending them at least two weeks uh, throughout the summer. Uh, we're very excited that a lot of the kids that have registered back this year are uh, are kids from previous years that had such a blast that they were the first to register. And, and it's really neat that uh, the first four kids that registered this year uh, are actually kids that were very shy about coming to camp last year. And I remember that the parents was like, oh, well, you know, due to the pandemic, my kid's been spending a significant amount of time on his screen and, and hasn't really been playing much or doing any outdoor activities. And uh, and lo and behold, the, the, the parent came back at the end of the camp days and started to see that the kid was paddling and, and swimming and jumping into the lake and and uh, they're the first kids that uh, that registered this year. So really excited about that. They were actually opening, asking for to register before we had even opened the, the registration. But registration is now open. Um, you can register your kid for either the day camp, which runs from about uh, 8.30 to 3.30 um, uh, every day. And then we've got our uh, overnight camp. And that's really the gem of our Whistler camp this year because um, what children get from truly detaching from their parents is quite different than uh, with an overnight camp than with a day camp because it really gives them that feeling of independence. Um, and I think it also gives parents a break uh, as well. And our overnight camp is running from July 31st to August 15th. And it's a two-week, uh, It's you can, you can uh, book weekly, but uh, highly, highly recommend that you book the two weeks because just as we were speaking, it makes a big difference for your child's development when they're getting integrated into the group with, a, uh, with more time. Also, a lot of the kids coming to the camp are international kids from around the world. And we do everything from picking them up to the airport uh, to bring them to camp and they're our full responsibility until they're the day they're dropped back off at the airport for parents that are not that are coming from uh, or sending their kids from abroad. The camp is from 8 to 17 years old. We've got three different uh, segments of groups for the different age groups. Um, and if you head to campecolar.com, you'll see that there's the four different camps that are that are available uh, that you can choose from. Uh, if you click on the Whistler camp, um, you'll see there's a Whistler overnight tab there. And all the pictures that you see there are pictures from, from the camp that we've had... Uh, for the last four years. And if you click on the overnight camp info, you'll find everything you need to know about the activities we do, the schedule we have, uh, the food the kids are fed, and the lodging. In this case, uh, this year, we're, we're, the kids are lodged in uh, what used to be part of the Olympic uh, lodging for, for the Olympics here, here in Whistler. And so this dormitory style um, lodging is really nice. The kids are separated between boys and girls, um, and it makes for some really nice communal living um, that sets the stage for adventure. So many people don't actually know that uh, that the re oh I'm I'm starting to hear Mariano. Oh yes, sorry about that. I, I'm not sure what happened with me. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> so I've I've told I've told them a little bit about our uh, our Whistler camp, and I was just going to say that that they weren't aware for people that aren't aware it's because of my going to camp as a kid that set the stage for 
literally the entire expeditioner's concept because I started to go canoe camping. And even though my parents have no interest in picking up a canoe paddle or ever going out on a lake with bugs around, they sent me to a camp that set the stage for what became uh, the rest of my life. So so that, I think, is uh, it's pretty telling in itself. But I'll let Mariano uh, tell me a bit more about the Montreal and the Banff camps. Yeah, yeah. Just wanted to add that it, it's actually a very interesting point what you what you just said. Uh, you know, I've I've met and I've heard and I've uh, you know experienced many successful people, writers, doctors, lawyers, you know, even uh, presidents of countries and uh, CEOs. The experience, the impact of summer camp in their decisions of uh, you know becoming such important people. You know, everything they learn at camp, all that confidence, all those social skills, everything they develop there is just so important for, for these figures to, uh, uh, to succeed in life. So that's part of the things we, we teach. And, you know, we're aware of these. We're aware that those camping trips, those, uh, you know, backcountry sleeping nights and, uh, uh, you know, that bike ride that you went is just teaching you so much that you don't even know. But, like, down the road, you know, 10, 20, 15 years later, uh, it's going to help you create those amazing uh you know enterprises or projects or movies or or whatever you can you know absolutely so it sets the foundation a lot of these activities set the foundation for for a lifetime of of uh of skill sets because everything from problem solving between kids uh trying to tip each other in a canoe to helping each other pitch the tent uh to being a cold night in the rain uh in the tent and and activities as such I think uh, are definitely the type of activities that, that set the stage for the rest of our lives and how we're going to interact in these things. So, yeah, so tell me a little bit more about the other camps and uh, and how they differentiate from the Whistler camp. Yeah, for sure. So so in Montreal, we started 11 years ago. It's more of a city setting. Uh, we're in the, out, in the outskirts, the suburbs of Montreal. Uh, whoever knows Montreal is uh, in Saint-Anne de Bellevue, just uh, the West Island. Uh, it's a beautiful spot. Um, you know, we had some uh, some people there telling us that uh, they look like their summer castle. <laughs> so it's uh, just by what by the water, by the lake. Uh, it's beautiful. We take the canoes out and the kayaks, and and we'll do all these water sports. It's a beautiful setting. Lots of kids. Uh, we have day campers, overnight campers. It's a mix of different cultures, languages. How many uh, have- How many counselors do you have when you have six hundred kids? Well, there, we don't have the six. We have about two hundred at the same time. Um, okay. You know, we hire anywhere from like fifty to sixty people. Uh, we have nurses, lifeguards, uh, uh, people, the staff from the cafeteria and the swimming pool and security. Uh, you know, we don't directly hire them, but uh, they're there for us. You know, supporting us uh, all summer long, twenty seven, twenty four seven, and uh, yeah. So it's it's quite a it's quite a bit of people. It's a nice team. Uh, senior counselors, coordinators. We have some volunteers, uh, the camp director for the day camp, for the overnight camp. So it's quite an organization. There's a lot of logistics, lots of moving parts, uh, you know, picking up children from all different parts of the world. And the parents travel with them and uh, they drop them off and they have, you know, different. Uh, sometimes they have, you know, they take medication or, or this allergy or that allergy or this thing or that thing on my it needs a hearing aid or, you know, it's so many things there. Like, it's yeah. just such a complex project, but it's beautiful. It's amazing. You meet so many cool people. 
And um, yeah, this pandemic was, was crazy how uh, I, a lot of people wrote to us and, you know, saying we miss you, like we miss everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the parents most definitely were missing. But I did want to add a parenthesis here is that, you know, uh, our, my show is called An Extraordinary Life. And I have to say that being um, having followed your lifestyle um, and everything from running these camps to what you tend to do in between and in between seasons of running these camps, I think has demonstrated that as an entrepreneur, as a camp uh, owner, and as a general uh, adventurer, that that you live a pretty incredible life yourself. So, just I, I think it, it it shows people a lot about what type of camp you have when the owner or the director of the camp is living his own extraordinary life uh, in his own way. So you run very intensely during the summertime and running all these camps and, and directing them and the logistics. But what do you do the rest of the year? Well, the rest of the year is uh, what I call research and development for the camp. So <laughs> we, just, we just went together to Iceland to do an amazing adventure and uh, – I go to crazy waterfalls and paddle in ice, among icebergs and uh, frozen lakes and uh, glaciers and then ski in the Canadian Rockies the whole winter. And uh, I'm going to Montreal next week to do a ski camp. Uh, we also run ski camps in the winter. Uh, it, it, it really just uh, looking for new adventures, new places, uh, new ideas and bringing all these stories back to this to the camp and tell everything about it to the kids. I think I think we need to uh, keep improving the activities, the places we go, the 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 sports we do, everything that we do at camp. It it has a reason. There is a why. There is a uh, there is a, a, a story behind it, right? So it is extraordinary. So if you look at the pictures, if you go on the website, you'll be like, "Wow, these children are privileged." Uh, yes, they are. <laughs> they are experiencing this type of. Of, of experiences and spending time with like Roberto with you. You know what I mean? Not everybody has a chance to go on a hike with you or, or a paddle. And, and these children will have the opportunity to spend some time with you, with me to, we choose very carefully our camp counselors. Uh, I think it's the most important thing because they we're going to transmit to, uh, to share with them our experiences and, and they need to look up to us, right? They need to see like, wow. These guys have done something extraordinary. I want to do it as well. And, yep. and that happens. We need to inspire those children just like you inspire the world. We need to inspire these children to be better citizens, to be better brothers and sisters, to, be, uh, to take care of the world, the climate, the nature, to protect it, to use it for us to have a good time, to be amazed no matter how old you are. Or where you are, you got to be amazed by that. Uh, you're selling me to go to the camp. Can I go to the camp as well? Wait, I'm already there. But for those for those that listen to you and that hear you, you know, and but for those that don't know you, um, Mariano has a boundless energy and uh, a childlike approach to things 
that makes so many of the kids have such a blast. Like the energy that you put into creating some of these activities and games and uh, and houses divisions between within the camp has always uh, inspired me. And I think people can can quite clearly listen in your voice how how you really get into this uh, full force, uh, sharing everything from the personal side of things. And I, earlier you were saying that uh, that between your during the year you do market research, and it made me think of the day that we took our bikes and biked from Whistler all the way down from uh, Cal t- uh, from Chequemis all the way down to the waterfall. And then we took, we hiked to the waterfall, left our bikes, hiked to the waterfall. And it was just this spectacular day. And two days later, we had such an incredible time that we decided to make it what of the principal days of activities for the kids camp. So, so in a way, even though there is some humor in, Oh, I'm doing market research by doing these wonderful adventures. Um, the camps are at the forefront of our minds in saying like, you know what, that was really neat. Let's see if we can create this, uh, this for the kids. So, so I think that's, that's really quite impressive. And tell me a bit about the Banff camp this year, because that's a new one. Yes, that's, that's right. So that's exactly what we do. And, uh, and you and I were here, uh, you know, we, we come often to the Rockies and we have these amazing adventures, spectacular places. And I'm always thinking, how can I make this safe and doable for these children? Um, yeah. So, and, and that's it. I just want them to feel, to have that same feeling that we had when we went to uh, Malin Lake or, you know, or Peyto Lake or uh, Emerald Lake and these waterfalls. And uh, that's exactly how... Uh, this band camp was born, and, uh, and that's why I'm here, living in the Rockies, and just trying to find all these beautiful spots and planning these awesome adventures and hikes and bike rides and paddles, uh, you know, um, canoe trips for the kids. So that's what we're doing this summer. We're opening a new camp in Banff, and uh, we're doing. Is it a day camp or overnight camp or a mix of both? It will be an overnight camp. Uh, we are going to be. Uh, Staying a combination of uh, cabins and camping tents in a, in a, in the national parks in Banff, Yoho, and Jasper national parks. So it's a two-week summer camp full of adventures with hikes and paddling the most beautiful lakes in the country and doing all these adventures that, that we've done in the past. Uh, so we're pretty excited. We have uh, 40 kids. Um, everything is booked and ready for uh, for the group to to start in uh, on July 10th to the 22nd. So we'll be 12 days, and uh, food, uh, most delicious food, transportation, everything is included. It's an all-inclusive camp, and uh, like you mentioned before, it's uh, electronics free, cell phone free. Even right. if you bring your phone, there'll be no signal. So we will be in. <laughs> <laughs> so very hard to reach uh, home and reach mom and dad. So uh, we'll be, of course, we'll be in touch with the families. So um, just you know, sending them uh, good good Updates. messages. So everything we're planning is, of course, safety is our number one priority, and you know that in Whistler we do that as well, and uh, it's very safe. We're professionals in this. We're very well trained, and we do our research. And we make sure the kids are super safe no matter where we go or what we do. 
So uh, just to, to give people a little bit of a summary, I know we've we've talked about uh, our Whistler camp and then you've got your, your Montreal camp and your Banff camp as well. Um, but taking aside from, from our adventure camps, if you could recommend to parents what the three or four most important points to look for in a camp for their kid uh, this summer, what would you recommend that they focus on in finding a camp for their kids anywhere in the world that they might be assuming that uh, they're not in Canada and can't come to, to our Whistler camp, of course. <laughs> totally. That's, that's a great, that's a great point. And number one, uh, choose a camp that suits your kid and what they love doing. So if they love music, of course, choose a music camp. If they, if they love adventure, choose the adventure camp or bike in the biking camp. There is all sorts of camps all over the world. So it's very important that your child really likes what he's going to do at camp, the main activity or the main uh, theme of the camp, right? That's very important. Uh, number two, the age. The age is very important. Sometimes it's a little bit too early. Some parents send it too early. Sometimes it's never too late, but it could be a little bit early. Make sure your child is confident enough to, uh, you know, to be detached from home. It really, it's, it's not a cool time when, when they just drop off the kid there and the kid gets homesick and, and that's it, you know, uh, uh, the parents just, they're gone and they're traveling and, and cause it happens sometimes where the kids are just dropped off and, and they're forgotten for a couple of weeks. So. <laughs> right. And the kid, but, but you're talking about the kid that really the parents didn't prepare them to, to be away from them. And so the kid just wants to cry and cry and wants their parents all day. Um, because I know that there's kids that we get over that and we teach them like, oh, it's all right. And, but, but sometimes the, really the parents didn't prepare their kids enough. So I guess it's to be aware of how soon you're sending your kid and to be, to be sure that you've prepared them to be away from you for uh, a couple of weeks. Correct. Exactly. So call the camp, get familiar with it, speak to the camp director, uh, speak to your child and, uh, you know, make sure your child is ready and, and he or she knows where they're going. You're going to be gone for a week or two weeks. You're going to sleep here. You're going to do these activities or those activities. You're going to these other places. So that's very important that your child knows what's, what's coming and, uh, and they need to be okay with it. They need to be like, okay, mom, that's cool. I like that. That's really cool. I want to try that. It's important that they get the support from the parents and they're not just, you know, uh, kid you need to get away from home yeah (laughs) which which i'm sure a lot of the parents are feeling right now they're like uh i'm just gonna drop you off here and i'll see you in two weeks but no it is it is important just like we prepare our little ones uh to go to ski school or anything to let them know where they're gonna be doing any other points on on what parents should be looking for in uh in a camp this summer totally most importantly i i think you need to look at how the camp takes care of your child uh I think that's very important. The uh, the care they put into uh, the activities, the uh, the planning, the scheduling. Uh, I think it's very important. It tells you how much you're gonna take care of your kid, and uh, and how uh, you know important for them is uh, whatever issues they're, they're they're having at camp is very important. That they're they're very well trained, especially camp counselors. They can address any issues, any problems your kids might have. That's super important at camp. They need to look into that. Uh, if the staff is ready uh, to take care of them, if the camp director and the camp counselors know how to deal with your specific situation for your child, because uh, you know they all kids have different uh, different 
needs. Uh, needs, exactly. Right. Yeah, that's for that's... sure. Well, that's great, Mariano. I really, really appreciate you taking the time today to to chat about about the camps and all the different uh, aspects of it because you know as we mentioned uh, in my case this this whole show is called a life extraordinary and uh, for myself it was born out of being sent to camp my parents are very bourgeois so they do not do any of this whole camping thing and uh, and they were pleasantly surprised that I ended up uh, going into this tangent of life um, and it came from sending me to camp. Uh, my brother, who who uh, was also sent to camp, he did not want to go. And he's, you know, the scientific, uh, became an ER doctor and, and whatnot. But uh, even though he did not want to go, the first year that he returned, he was so delighted that he wanted to go again. And I think that the social skills that uh, that a camp uh, teaches a child in the, in the scenario of play and fun is very different than the social skills that a child learns at school in the educational sphere of things. So, uh, so do send your kids to camp. Uh, thank you, Mariana, once again for, for coming on board uh, tonight to chat about all these camps and, and recommendations. I definitely look forward to, to having you on once again and, uh, and sharing more about what's coming this summer. And, and for those that didn't catch uh, the camp website, it's Camp Ecolar. Uh, dot com, and you could see the different camps uh, that Mariana has there. One of them, which is in collaboration with the Expeditioners, is the Expeditioners Adventure Camp uh, here in Whistler, BC. So thanks, Mariana, once again. I'll let you get back to your two and third baby on the way. <laughs> Um, but uh, but thank thank you thank you and uh, and there we go folks you know it's a little bit of a glimpse into uh, sending your kids to camp and where what you should look into a camp and uh, and I did want to emphasize that uh, that Mariano uh, lives a very extraordinary life himself in in running these these kids camps for the last eleven years and then taking. Uh, most of the rest of the year off to to explore the world and get inspired uh, for for new camps as well. So uh, so there you go, folks. That's uh, that's it for today. Um, really excited that I've gotten a bunch of new uh, equipment to be doing some episodes. If you have any questions about uh, the camp, I'm here online. So and Mariano's still there. So if anybody wants to ask any questions, you're more than welcome to. Um, I've got some new gear that just came in where I'm going to be setting up my interviews live and uh, really, really excited about that because I think it adds a great uh, different dimension to to these episodes. And we'll be putting videos here and there and snippets that we can post online so that you guys could get uh, an idea of, of how it is uh, in person versus versus over uh, over just uh, voice per se. Um, so really, really neat stuff. Uh, Colin is also now available um, for Google phones and uh, Android uh, phones, which is a, a nice new development. And you can also um, get on it through the website as well. So these different ways in which people can now interact. Actually, Mariano, uh, I had to wait for, for Colin to, to be on Android in order for him to be able to get on here and, and use the app. So so really excited that uh, that has happened. And, and so I invite you all that uh, for those that haven't uh, yet downloaded the app and just listen uh, remotely that you can now uh, download it. And of course, what makes it super, super neat is that you can call in 
anytime, ask questions, listen to it afterwards, um, or whatever it may be. Uh, thank you very much for listening tonight. Um, I look forward to seeing your kids at either our camps or any camp, because indeed it does add so very, very much to the quality of their life. And I highly, highly recommend. I'm Roberto for the Expeditioners, coming to you from Whistler, BC. I look forward to chatting with you some more uh, later on in the week. And that's it for now. Expeditioner, out.